Today we celebrate Earth Day and join with people around the globe in calling for the care of the planet and environment. This morning, we celebrate Earth Day specifically as Christians. We are in the midst of a growing ecological crisis. What is happening to the planet is also an indicator of a spiritual crisis. From a faith perspective, global warming may say as much about our souls as about our patterns of consumption and ways of using the resources of the earth. In 1 John we heard, how does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses to help? Today, let us read that passage in light of the disproportionate impact that climate change has on those living in poverty around the world. Indeed, let us read the passage in light of how climate change is creating poverty around the world. At the beginning of the Gospel of John are the words, all things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. Central to our Christian faith is that God brought the created order into being through Christ. And it is through the created order that we encounter the Holy One. It is in creation that we see our relationship to all that God has made. Evelyn Underhill, the great Anglican writer on Christian spirituality, said about St. Francis's Canticle of the Sun that when St. Francis spoke of brother wind and sister water, he wasn't just being charming, he was being accurate. Psalm 104, which we just read this morning, is a powerful statement about God, creation, and our place in creation. Psalm 104 is not the psalm assigned for the fourth Sunday of Easter. We added it to the liturgy for Earth Day. As a spiritual exercise, I invite you to take the bulletin home with you and consider rewriting the psalm using plants and animals and topography from Marin County. Then reread the psalm. Yesterday, we did a bike church Eucharist where we rode from the church up to Lake Lagunitas and celebrated an Earth Day Eucharist. And then on the ride home, uh, one of the people who attended, who's uh, quite a botanist and naturalist, gave us a guided tour of the wildflowers that were in bloom around the various lakes in our watershed. And it made me think about how I might rewrite uh, this psalm to match that land and, and that flora and fauna. Psalm 104 invites us to look around at the world full of wonders and see the glory of God who made them. 
Psalm 104 is also a reminder that we are part of creation, as fully dependent upon God as any other part of creation. This is the spiritual crisis of climate change, forgetting that creation belongs to God, not to us, and that we are, in fact, dependent on God. Ultimately, we don't own anything. It all belongs to God. As the traditional saying upon receiving the gifts of bread, wine, and the collection at the altar goes, all things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. The message of Psalm 104 was summed up by one preacher like this. This is God's earth. Every single thing in it belongs to God. And so to worship the God who made the earth means having a new respect as we handle and use the earth that God has made. We're only the stewards. And one day, God will ask us to give account for how we have treated creation. This psalm would lead us to believe that God is rather fond of it. This quote reminded me of a funeral I did here at St. John's several years ago for a former head of the Republican Party of, in California. He was personally responsible for the founding of almost 30 state parks and protected areas. He embodied conserve as the root of conservative. In fact, the story was told at his funeral of him refusing to give in and ultimately prevailing against pressure from leaders in the state such as then Governor Ronald Reagan. He prevailed in his efforts at conservation. He lived out his faith and values it is in a way that is an example for all of us, regardless of our political affiliation. As people of God, we are ultimately called to be ethical, not partisan. There is a collection of Jewish ethical teachings called Ethics of the Fathers. Here is one of the teachings. It is God's nature to unfold in time and space. Creation is the extension of God. Creation is God encountered in time and space. Creation is the infinite in the garb of the finite. To attend to creation is to attend to God. That last line points to where the state of creation and the state of our souls intersect. To attend to creation is to attend to God. As those who have been charged to be stewards of what God has created, the corollary is also true. 
To fail to attend to creation is to fail to attend to God. As a Christian, how do you attend to creation? A very recent survey found that the number one reason people attend church is for sermons and classes that connect faith to everyday life. The survey also found that music was the least important reason people went to church. So clearly there were not a lot of Episcopalians in this survey. (laughs) So it, it was clearly skewed in the sample. However, the first finding is still important. The last one for us, not so much, but the first one is still important. Because what is heartening to me in this survey result is that people want to live their faith in their daily life. They want to do the work as it were and not just be Christian for a couple hours on Sundays. So I invite you to spend the week ahead seeing the wonders of God in the world. Take the time to rewrite Psalm 104 using local plants and animals and topography and read it every day. And ask yourself, how do I, as a Christian, attend to creation? And remember that for God, every day is Earth Day. A prayer for our earth by Pope Francis. All-powerful God, you are present in the whole universe and in the smallest of your creatures. You embrace with your tenderness all that exists. Pour out upon us the power of your love that we may protect life and beauty. Fill us with peace that we may live as brothers and sisters, harming no one. O God of the poor, help us to rescue the abandoned and forgotten of this earth, so precious in your eyes. Bring healing to our lives, that we may protect the world and not prey on it, that we may sow beauty, not pollution and destruction. Touch the hearts of those who look only for gain at the expense of the poor and the earth. Teach us to discover the worth of each thing, to be filled with awe and contemplation, to recognize that we are profoundly united with every creature as we journey towards your infinite light. We thank you for being with us each day. Encourage us, we pray, in our struggle for justice, love, and peace. Amen.